Welcome to the Collector's Quest Podcast. This is a microcast. It goes for less than 15 minutes and talks about one topic real quick. Stay tuned. Hello everybody and welcome to Collector's Quest Microcast 1. So what is that? What is a microcast? Why are we doing it? And what is our topic today? These are the things I'm going to answer real quick. In fact, in under 15 minutes. So a microcast is a, a, just an episode of Collector's Quest that myself, maybe Kat, will come on do in under 15 minutes and it'll probably be a solo episode. There may be, you know, her and I doing episodes together real quick, but this takes place of when we can't get together for a full episode, we still put out something for you. We will still endeavor to do our regular episodes three times a month as promised, but sometimes life gets busy and we can't get it out there. So I want to have something that I can shoot out anytime that's not on a strict schedule to make sure that the podcast is still getting made. And so you guys don't have to go, oh my God, is this still happening? And I'm answering emails and direct messages. We're all still good. Everything just got busy and crazy all at once. That happens to Kat and I a lot. So we want to go ahead and do something like this to kind of alleviate that and then still give you guys some quick content. So in under 15 minutes, quick episodes. And then eventually when we get like five of them, I'll package them together as one episode. Some people don't want to listen to a quick 10 minute burst. They want a full hour. So once I get enough to an hour, I'll package them together as a microcast collection, and that'll be a full episode. All right, so here we go. This is Microcast 1, and now, what is our topic? Our topic today, and mind you, it's just me, I'm going through my top five and bottom five worst video game box cases. So what system had the absolute best and worst video game boxes? Not art, not the box for the system, but for the actual games. And you would think, uh, you know, systems usually only had one type of box, but it actually varies. And and you'll see as we go down the list. So I'm going to jump right into it with the worst five. And my least favorite is got to be the Game Gear box. The Game Gear box is just, I I don't know what they did, but it's, we're not even talking about the attractiveness of it because the, the ugly pink box doesn't help itself. But that weird inner cardboard tray, it looks like a school lunch uh, item used to come in it. I don't know if you guys ever had school lunch with chalupas, but it looks like, or or pizza, it looks like that tray shoved into a video game box and you just like throw a Game Gear game in there and call it good. But it, it's rounded so it doesn't protect the sides. They're always crushed. The stupid hang tab on top always tears. It It's just a really bad design. It's... It's crazy how bad it is. So, least favorite. Followed closely behind that, though, is the PlayStation 1 long box. And uh, not all of them, because there's three different types of long boxes. This is the one with the ridged spine and the pasted-on cardboard. So, it looks like they rubber-cemented a cardboard top on this of the image and on the spine, you know? And it always peels up. That cement or whatever adhesive they used gets warm. Peels up, all these games always look trash. To find an intact one is nearly impossible. Number three on the list, the TurboGrafx-16 Hue Card box only. This is not the one with the actual case for the Hue Card in it, but this is the weird cardboard box where they just kind of dumped the Hue Card in it. So they were completely unprotected. 
The only nice thing about these boxes are is they're pretty small, so hopefully there wasn't ever too many of them stacked on each other. Also, the library isn't big, so they're not real heavy. So you don't usually find them crushed, but they're also not really durable. They're also an awkward size, so it's hard to put them on shelves. Uh, I mean, you can say that about the rest of the turbo ones, but especially the ones without the trays. Just feel flimsy. No good. Number four on the list, Nintendo 64 boxes with the inner tray connected. So not the ones with the, the slide-out tray like Super Nintendo, but this is the one with the weird interconnected one. So you're always trying to shove the manual on top. What happens here and why that's bad is because the crushing it will happen around the, the lips because that those little cardboard inserts don't protect all of the box. I mean, they make it mostly structural sound, but you get a lot of weird crushing because of it. And also people, they don't know which end to open sometimes from those because it looks a little confusing. And they're like pulling that like little cardboard flap open to slide your game in. You always wind up tearing that. It's just a bad idea. I'm sure it was a money-saving idea. Don't like it. Number five. Okay, so this is the last on the list, though I do have one honorable mention. The Sega Saturn, Sega CD, slash PS1 boxes. Uh, they look beautiful. I love the way they look on a shelf, but the hinges always break. It's, it's like a jewel case, but it's exponentially worse because it's so long, just the ability to crack it is so much easier. And those hinges, they get so brittle, especially as the plastic ages, they always snap. It's super hard to find them. There's no good way to replace them. The other bad thing about it is because it's so long and the way the manual sits in there, if you don't have that foam piece, and even if you do, the manual will curl a little bit and bend around it. So the, like, the best way you can actually keep these to, to make them safe is to lie them flat on the face. Because even if the disc falls out, it'll hit the foam and it won't scratch. So it's to lay it, lay it face down, manual facing down. They actually have... Uh, put in orientation on the spine such that you can turn the game around so the letters will be face up if you do that. So there's your tip. All right, now we're getting into my five best boxes. And these ones, you know, uh, look, feel free to disagree with me. I, I want to know what your guys's are, what I missed. I know some of you are going to pull out some weird system Atari and stuff that I, I don't have enough working knowledge of to say. So please inform me where I messed up and about the best boxes too, but here, here are my top five. The Genesis Accolade Cardboard Box. This one, this is not my top. I'm going from five to, to one here. This box for a cardboard box is amazing. This is like the old computer game boxes. This was before Accolade was official, so these were kind of uh, unlicensed titles for the time. There was a big lawsuit about it. Uh, think Bubsy is probably the most popular game there, and Double Dragon for the Genesis. It was this like clam, not a clamshell, but like a slide off top. And they're super sturdy and firm and they don't mark up too easily. For a cardboard box, they're amazing. Just the, the best. All right, number four, the GameCube case. I know it's a little weird with that kind of micro disc. I don't love that. They're firm. They're not just like a regular DVD case. That kind of inner tray and the place for the memory card, it makes for an extra firm case. I like it a lot. Super sturdy. I, I just like the appeal of, of that. I wish they were smaller, actually, just because they didn't need to be that big. But I like them nonetheless. Number three on the list, Genesis boxes. These, I know everyone, why aren't these one? Because they're so good. They're great. 
agree. But the hang tab means you can't, you know, stack them very well, and the hang tabs break off. That's like the one major drawback. The second drawback is the way the manual sits in them is not great. Um, also, the inner art, because those are a little loose the way they open, you can kind of get warped inner art. But aside from that, you weren't really throwing those boxes out. You felt like you wanted to keep those, so more of them are around. They're fairly easy to replace if, if one got broken and, you know, a hang tab comes off. So they're great for that, and they were great for protecting the game. Though the manual will slide around a little bit, so you can sometimes damage that. Number, number two, PlayStation and just Xbox generic DVD case. I like the Xbox ones better because I like that green. And this isn't like the DVD cases for the Wii U or any of the later ones, PS3. None of those, because those ones have the the cutout in the middle, the recycle, which it's great to recycle. Totally for that. However, it makes the case flimsy. But the original ones for like PS2 and Xbox, super firm, solid, kept the manual in there, disc protected. Awesome. Uh, I would probably go with Blu-ray case, like the original Blu-ray cases too. Uh, that didn't have the recycle in there because that's actually my favorite size uh, for games. Just I like them taking up less shelf space. But my number one, the Nintendo DS box. These boxes are amazing. They're small. That means there's less volume of it to warp. They're thin without being too thin. The plastic is sturdy. It's hard to damage the artwork. It protects the games. You could throw, because the games are small, you could throw a couple extra in there and it would still work out. Best case. Best case scenario, you have cases for those. Boom. That's our top 10 list. This is our first microcast. Let us know what you think, and let me know some other things you might, might like me to cover in a quick 10 minutes. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Before I go, I have one other quick thing that we're announcing. We are considering taking on a third host who will join us intermittently uh, to be part of the episodes with myself, Kat, and I, or episodes with just Kat, or episodes with just me. So, if you are interested in that, please reach out to me. You're going to need to tell me what your experience is. I need to know what kind of equipment you have, what your commitment are. Cat and I are in a very weird schedule, so I'll explain that to you if you think you can get behind that. If you got the voice for it, you got the time, you have the equipment and the passion for it, and you can commit, then reach out to me, and we will talk. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll talk to you again real soon with a full episode.